Hi everyone, welcome. You are listening to book one in the series, Something Witchy, Chaos This Way Comes. By the pricking of my thumbs, something wicked this way comes. Macbeth, Act 5, Act 4, I'm sorry, Scene 1, by William Shakespeare, written in 1605. In this chapter, we're on Chapter 4 now, but I'll give you a little synop of what happened in the last chapter. Prudence Prendergast the owner of the Nosy Snoops Detective Agency, hurries over to Archangels, Inc. and helps A.M. You remember who he is. Uh, He's the head of um, the Angelic Kingdom. And they decide that the fossilized forest is not such a bad idea. And between Prudence and Rosemary, they help A.M. find the perfect location. In, In the next chapter, you will meet a few more of heaven's inhabitants. So, chapter four. Gwendolyn Whitmore, you remember her. She's the angel we met in the first story. Uh, She arrives in heaven and meets St. Peter and Joshua. St. Peter tries to send her elsewhere, but Joshua reminds him of the new location for witches. So, let's do chapter four. Chapter four, the angelic realm, later that day. These are the pearly gates. Wonder where I am. Last thing I remember, I was standing on a hill, doing a spell, and wham! I think a house fell on top of me. Funny, I don't feel any pain or anything. She looked around and back at the gates in front of her. Where is this place and what am I doing here? What am I standing on? Could these be clouds? They're solid but squishy. She jumped up and down a few times to check them out. Well, that was fun. Just how do I get in here? There's a bell to my left, maybe if I ring it. She reached over and pushed on the button and waited and waited and rang it again, and waited some more. St. Peter was in his office, snoozing his afternoon nap. He had just eaten the last of the angel cake and was sleeping it off. Someone was ringing a bell somewhere. He heard it faintly. Then it grew louder and louder and more insistent. All right, all right, keep your robe on, I'm coming, he muttered as he sat up scuffed his feet into his running sandals, opened the desk drawer and pulled out his halo, slapped it on his head, brushed the remaining crumbs off his beard and floated out the door to the gates. Yep, there she was sitting on a cloud, filing her fingernails. This entrant was not dressed appropriately. All entrants arrived dressed in white robes She had a little black dress on, black tights pushed into black pointy boots, a black pointy hat. And was that a wart on her nose? Oh, no, not a witch. Witches are a big problem here in heaven. They are not allowed because there's no place for them to live. 
Guess I'd better warn her and send her away. St. Peter took out a big key from one of his robe pockets and unlocked the gates. He pushed each one open and dropped the stopper in place. Then he reached into a cloud, pulled up a thin device, looked like a pipe, and pushed the button on top. Clouds parted and a large white desk appeared, rising out of the mist. Reaching down beside the desk, he pulled up an enormous white book with gold edge pages and plopped it on the desk. Gwendolyn watched in amazement, not saying a word. St. Peter opened one of the desk drawers, fumbled around and pulled out a fine plumed pen. He opened the book and thumbed through the pages to today's date. Name, he asked in a loud, clear voice. Gwendolyn Whitmore, she answered, a little overwhelmed. Whitmore, hmm. He scanned down the page. Nope, I don't see your name here, St. Peter said. You can't come in, can't let you in. As he said this, Joshua came floating in. Hi, St. Hi, Pete, how's things going? Another entrant, I see. Good afternoon, Joshua, back from the battles again. This was a running joke between St. Peter and Joshua. Joshua just nodded and smiled. As long as humans keep creating battles and wars, I will never become a permanent resident of heaven. Joshua looked at the entrant, nodded and said, hi. Turning to St. Peter, he said, she must be the first entrant for the fossilized forest. Leaning into St. Peter, he whispered, her dress and her hat. What forest, St. Peter asked. Didn't you get the memo? Oh, it's probably on my desk somewhere, St. Peter said. We now have a place for witches, warlocks, wizards, and any other entrant that doesn't have a place in heaven. This forest, I understand, is huge and was just bequeathed to heaven by someone named Glynis Whitmore. Hey, that's my sister, Gwendolyn exclaimed. That property was willed to us ages ago by our great-great-great-great-grandmother. So Glynis sent it here? Good for her. At least I have a place to live. And she did a little dance. You and a lot of other entrants that couldn't be admitted, Joshua said. Where are they now? Gwendolyn asked. They're sitting on clouds somewhere in the universe. After I get you settled, I will round them up and deliver them to St. Peter again, and then to the fossilized forest. I hope they'll like it there. Make certain I've signed them into the book first, otherwise they won't be registered, St. Peter said. I'm pleased that we finally have a place for them. I felt terrible turning these, turning these witches away. A.M. A.M. Archangel Michael felt sad too. I sent him countless memos asking for a solution. Well, sign Gwendolyn in and I will fly her to the forest, Joshua said. We'd better hurry now. Now that we have a place for them, I'll be working overtime. St. Peter signed Gwendolyn Whitmore into the book with a flourish. Destination, fossilized forest. He snapped the book shut, dropped the pen into the drawer, and smiled at them both. Happy to have you here, he said to Gwendolyn. 
Happy to be here, St. Peter. And she gave him a big hug, which made him blush. Joshua took her hand and launched them both. Had any experience flying, he asked. A little, she answered, only on a broom. Well, that's the end of this chapter. I hope you liked it. Um, Wait for the next chapter. Stay tuned. We'll find out what else happens. Thanks for listening.